Part 1. An Unusual Occupation Prologue. Dark. It was frustrating watching the mortal die. It bled and cried out in agony, but watching the suffering wasn't enough. Not for a man some people called death. The scene was somewhat ironic to him. The mortal lived so close to the sun, sand, and water. It was disgustingly bright in San Diego, and it was hard to stay out of the light. Even in the mortal's home, the California sun sliced into the room where the dying man lay. The blade of light ended just at the mortal's outstretched hand. Death looked at the instrument of the mortal's demise in jealousy. He knew ways to cut into a person that would be discussed for generations more, even after the generations that had already passed. And this piece of meat gets impaled by a shard of falling glass. It was interesting to see how the drops of blood streaked along the glass. The intrigue wasn't enough to erase death's frustration. The man was trying to hang some irrelevant image on his wall only to fall from the ladder, which sent the picture crashing against the wall and sent the shard into the man's neck. What a completely ridiculous way to die. All death could do was watch. Just watching was another failure, like his failure to capture the clockmaker. The clockmaker was mocking him. This bleeding, suffering mortal was mocking him. It mocked him by suffering without allowing him to be the cause of that suffering. It mocked him by dying and not letting him be the cause of that death. Oh, the memory of killing. Even as he revisited those memories while watching the mortal's blood ooze along the white-tiled floor, death couldn't help but chuckle at how foolish it was to think that manner of killing brought him closer to God. It was much more fun back then, but he was like a child who'd just discovered play. He had no idea then how far he could take death. He had no understanding about what it meant to kill. Now, watching the last bit of life drain out of some man who'd never known his value, he knew what death truly was. Only, he couldn't kill. He could only watch the man die and let every part of it sour. That could give him more power than any of his kind had ever had. Well, he was likely more powerful than any of the others already, save perhaps the damned clockmaker. He kicked the dying man, which caused him to yelp. Good. It can still suffer, he thought. It wasn't the way he used to make people suffer, but it was better than nothing. Let them all suffer, he thought to himself. Let them all bleed, cry, beg, and die as slowly as possible. He could be terrifying now. They called him death, after all, and he wanted to live the part. He could remember reading stories where the characters held that name. Those were foolish fantasies told by men who wanted death to be mysterious. They didn't get the point. Death loomed over the dying man in all of his horrific glory. He roared in frustration, and the dying man wet himself, which made death smile for a moment at least. The smile faded as thoughts of the people who craved mystery returned. Mystery was the root of his frustration. Everything had limits. The pale man had only so much blood that he could allow to escape before he died, 
and could only scream in fear for so long before his vocal cords gave out. Death understood that it was through the process of discovery that one found these limits and could push beyond. If everything truly had a limit, even death's current limitations themselves must be limited. It was only logical. If he could just push beyond. He roared again, but the dying man wasn't actually dying anymore. He was rotting. Waiting for that process to begin was just another distraction. It wasn't a long wait to watch a mortal rot, but any amount of time spent on that delayed his ultimate goal. He didn't want to be called death. He wanted to be death. Ah, the memory of killing. He missed it.